You're listening to Intuitive Blueprint Podcast, episode 89. Today, we're talking about how to hear your inner guidance, lessons from a month off Instagram, and letting go of the how. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are a returning listener, thank you for having me back in your ear. I am always so appreciative and so grateful that you choose to take the time to listen to this podcast, my words, my energy, and I don't take that for granted. I have been away for a hot minute and it has been a journey and I'm here to sort of share with you and take this time to unpack and unravel um, some of the learnings that I've been getting, the learnings that I've been integrating, and um, really just be as vulnerable and um, as honest as I can and showing up in all my being just as we discuss weekly. Um, you know, if you're not willing to see yourself, how can you allow others to truly see you? Before we dive in, if you are brand new and this is the episode that you chose to partake in, my name is Shanae and I'm your host. I'm a spiritual success coach and my mission, my vision, my purpose, what I just love, love doing is helping people just like you. I um, mainly work with coaches. Master the power of your energy so that you can transform into a confident and authentic leader who runs her business with ease. So... I am going to, and you're going to notice that the, like the format of the podcast is shifting, it's changing. And this is because I have taken some time off podcasting and I got to be honest with you, like it's been on my list to do for like a couple weeks now and I haven't been doing it. And my very good friend, Lucas always says that procrastination is feedback and I procrastinated, I procrastinated, I procrastinated and I finally decided to do the work and kind of look within myself and be like, why, why am I procrastinating this? Like, why do I keep putting off this thing that I absolutely love doing? This is part of my purpose. This is one of my favorite things about how I help people and how I reach people. Like why, why am I pushing back on it? And I, and I know you can resonate with that. There might be some things that you have been wanting to do for a really long time and you keep thinking about it, but you're just not taking action. And so I was in that space myself and decided to, you know, do some work, look within. And what I realized was that I'm different and I've evolved immensely and therefore the format and structure of not only my business but how I create content and how I speak on my podcast is also allowed to shift into change and that's truly what was keeping me stuck. You know, I I, I have a whole list of things I want to talk about <laughs> um, but when I went to sit down and write out my show notes, like I just kept getting stuck. I just kept getting in my own way. And finally, I realized that it's because I'm trying to fit myself in a box that I don't fit into anymore. 
And I gave myself permission to pivot, to adjust and change the way that I wanted to show up. And um, today is that day. And as I tell you, it feels really good. So today I really want to talk about how to hear your inner guidance, which is what I did that helped me shift my energy so that I could do the things that I really want to do, where I talk about some lessons that I've gathered and learned from over a month off Instagram and a month off output um, on the um, social scene. So podcasting, Instagram, um, all that kind of stuff. And then I also want to talk about letting go of the how, because when you can hear your inner guidance and you get the guidance that you need, that you're seeking, a lot of times that second follow-up question is, well, how do I do that? And that's also where we can get so stuck and start avoiding or buffering or just get frozen and paralyzed. I have to tell you, I felt very paralyzed these last couple weeks because there's been so much that's shifted and I don't know how to sort of enter this next phase of my journey, of my growth. And um, yeah, got really stuck on the how. So I want to start with how to hear your inner guidance. This is something that I teach my clients how to do. We start every single coaching call with a grounding. And when you ground, you know, it's like a mini meditation. Um, what we're doing is we're really becoming present, present to what you're feeling in the now, present to who you're with and what you're doing. Um, not being on your phone while on a call at the same time, not thinking about your to-do list while you're supposed to be investing in your personal growth. So by grounding, what happens is that we are able, not fully, right, but the act of grounding and the practice of grounding is going to help you silence your inner critic. So you know, main bullet points on how to hear your inner guidance is silencing your inner critic, silencing the expectations and the internal pressure that you constantly have on yourself. And we do that um, in a myriad of different ways. Uh, but one of the ways that I found myself not being able to hear my inner guidance is keeping myself so busy. So I have a question for you, journal prompt reflection point. Where are you keeping yourself busy? Where are you keeping yourself so busy? Because it's much easier to stay busy than it is to slow down. It's much easier to just put more on your plate so that you can continue to have an excuse of not really knowing what's next, right? Sometimes the busyness in our lives is just buffering. It's not actual productive time, but it's just busy work meant to keep us in autopilot. I think a lot of times when we're busy and when like a whole week flies by and we look at our well-meaning CEO Sunday to-do list and like nothing got checked off, I think that's when we're living in autopilot. It's when you're allowing um, patterns that maybe aren't serving you and like different neural pathways and autopilot stuff that just runs the background of your life without really realizing it. 
So in order to hear your inner guidance, um, one of the things that I, like I said, I teach my clients is we ground because when we get present, we can then silence the inner critic. We can just allow expectations and pressure to just be relieved off of us for a second. One of the, my favorite lines that I say, um, during when I'm leading a grounding is give yourself all the time and energy and space you need to just be. In this moment, there's nothing that you need to achieve. Allow yourself to just be. And when you can achieve that, achieve the state where there's nothing that you need to achieve, that is when you can start to hear your inner guidance. That is when you can tune in and start to recognize like what is your intuition trying to tell you. This only works if we have self-trust. And self-trust only works is if when you start to trust yourself, even when you don't trust yourself. I think like my whole journey of starting off as a fitness and nutrition coach and then doing competition prep coaching and post-competition coaching, what I've really uncovered about all of the clients that I've helped is we're truly always coming back home to who we are. It's almost as if we're remembering who we truly are. And when you start to hear your inner guidance, you're going to start to hear yourself. It's that knowing that you have in your heart when you aren't honoring your boundaries. It's that feeling you get in your gut when you know something is like a hell yes or you know it's a hell no. So hearing your inner guidance is all about tuning into What is it that your heart is trying to say to you? I remember years ago doing like journaling on this and being very frustrated because I could not hear my inner guidance and like getting very frustrated with myself. I remember journaling and being like, heart, (laughs) I'm ready to listen to you. I'm ready to hear you. I'm ready to, to hear what guidance you have for me. Just give it to me. And that was back in 2014. And I didn't truly hear my heart until 2018 when I decided to fully commit to my healing journey, when I decided to fully commit to my practices of meditating, journaling, breath work, of really, really committing to breaking patterns, breaking generational trauma, and slowing down. You might know that I got married in 2019 and one of the sort of what feels like a rite of passage for me was um, choosing to not have my father walk me down the aisle and being really, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for, but just really standing in my power and being like, this is my life. This is what I want. This is what makes me happy. And no longer falling into that pattern of the wounded inner child who just wants her parents to love her. So she's going to do and say whatever they want so as not to create conflict. So when I really committed to to stepping into my power and to doing the deep work and to healing, it came with action. So where are you keeping yourself busy instead of taking the action that you know you need to take to heal? What are some 
patterns that you're ready to shift, some conditionings that you're ready to let go that are no longer serving you. This all ties into this, these lessons that I've gotten from Instagram, not being on Instagram for a very long time and honestly taking a break from podcasting and taking a break from all sort of like creative output. Um, the honest truth is for a couple weeks, I actually was pretty depressed. Um, and I hesitate to use the word depressed because I don't have like clinical depression. I'm not on medication. Um, but or maybe melancholy is like a better word, but, and I, and my clients like kind of get into these lulls as well, but yeah, I was, I was pretty melancholy. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Um, sleeping 10 plus hours a day, feeling no motivation to create anything new, having no emotional bandwidth to give to anything else besides like what was already on my plate and really feeling down. Um, I, didn't feel like I was good enough for my purpose anymore. Um, even kind of today, whatever today is, July 22nd, I'm, you know, thinking about creating Instagram content again, and I'm really getting triggered and stuck on the how, which I'll get into later. I'm like, I forgot how to do this. I forgot who I'm speaking to. I for, I'm just out of practice with it. But what really came about taking this extended period off Instagram and not having like a timeline because normally what I'll do is I'll be on for a week and then I take like a day off or I'll be on for a month and I'll take like you know four days off or I'll delete the app on a Friday and then re-download it on a Monday and that was like intentional Instagram breaks but this was like a real like a real break um what I realized from that was just how much energy was being channeled there. And it's not like a productive kind of energy, but instead the kind of energy that was keeping me stuck in a loop of hustling for my worthiness, which is super annoying because I thought I healed it. <laughs> and, um, you know, what I say to all my clients all the time is that your healing journey never truly ends. And just because you thought you've healed something doesn't mean it's never going to pop back up. And so what I realized is, you know, even though I had systems, even though I had flow, even though I had automation, so I was showing up on Instagram without really having to be there, th that was me hustling for my worthiness. Like the energy in what you do something is more important than the thing you do itself, right? So the repurposing of content and having that be automated and going out for me personally, that wasn't coming from the right energy, I realized. That was coming from an energy of feeling like I needed to be on Instagram and that the easiest way then, because I don't have the energy, is to repurpose. And while that is true, just like everything in life, there's always going to be like truth to something and then there is always going to be the shadow to it. And the shadow to that was me thinking that I needed to be on there. So yeah, that was like a big aha moment for me. And what I've kind of come away from that is, you know, I, I want to show up again, but I want to show up even more authentically. And I am ready to start speaking about the things that I talk about my, my clients with. And I think that was another 
aha moment was like the incongruency between like who I am and how I show up on my podcast as well as on Instagram. Um, there's like a very polished look to it. And to be honest, I'm like very unpolished most of the time. My house is not chaos, but you know, I've got four dogs, three cats, a revolving door of fosters. Um, I'm moody. <laughs> I cry a lot. Um, I'm not this extremely, extremely polished person, but yet when I look at the, the external, like, you know, what is shown, it's, it's so polished, even in the podcast content, because I've got, you know, the topic, I've got my points, I've got the action steps and everything can be so polished all and everything is like, not to say that being, not being polished is bad. It's not bad, but there is room for me to bring more of myself, which I feel like this new podcast format that I'm leaning into really shows that. So, um, yeah, that was one of the big things. And then, I mean, I felt really scared, you guys. Like, I felt really scared on how I'm going to continue to build my business if I don't use Instagram, because that is primarily where I have built my business. And it's, you know, what I know. And I have done so much healing work around removing my ego and, you know, not needing followers and removing like needing the likes and the engagement off of the specific posts. But now there, I realize there's that next level of identity and the identity that I have been enmeshed with when it comes to showing up online. And I've been doing some, you know, just some deep reflection. How is this identity serving me? How is it not serving me? Is this the, maybe this was who I was, but is that who I want to continue to be? And that's a really powerful question because just because that's who I was doesn't mean that was bad or wrong or unaligned. That's who I was then and who I am now is different. So I get to adjust. I get to pivot. I get to listen to my inner guidance and change the way I do things whenever I want. So that was one of my biggest lessons from just taking that month off. Um, And to go along with that, I don't think I want to use Instagram as much anymore. I really don't. I love using Instagram for my kitten rescue and like making reels for them. And it's really fun to me, but I'm not finding joy and pleasure and fun in my own business slash personal Instagram as I used to. And so I'm going to continue to unravel that. I'm going to continue to unpack it. I'm very much like in the midst of it. Um, And it is, yeah, just something that I'm going to continue to journal on and meditate with. And, you know, I'm going to try some things out. I'm going to try just posting content from my heart and not having anything scheduled or, you know, not having so much stuff repurposed from the podcast, perhaps. Um, So I'm going to play around with that. And that feels exciting to me. It feels exciting to not have pressure on myself or like needing to show up in a certain way and to give myself grace and also to really call in my wonder child and have a lot of curiosity and excitement about this. And I think that's the antidote to a lot of things. Whenever we find ourselves in a position where we feel very stuck or we have internal resistance, right? Like one part of you feels this way, but the other part of you feels this way. Just know and understand that both parts of you all want the end result, which is 
your highest good. But when you have internal conflict and you have like these two parts that are um, just in conflict within yourself, they're both trying to preserve and protect the body and the mind. So when you understand that they both have your highest intention at heart, you can start to integrate those two parts in your pieces of you. And the quickest way to that is curiosity, calling in that wonder child. I wonder what it would be like if I did it like this or I did it like that. Releasing the external expectations, releasing your own internal pressure, and just finding ways to bring more pleasure to what you're doing. It's like, can you increase your capacity for pleasure five more percent? Instead of falling into that all or nothing mentality, being like, I don't like this, I'm not going to do it. How can I have fun with it? And then, you know, maybe you decide, maybe I decide in another month, I, I really don't want to do it anymore. Then I go from there. Um, the next part of that, which is letting go of the how, right? So I think like after I decided, you know, I'm not really sure if I want to continue to build my business on Instagram anymore. The next thought was like, but I don't know any, like, but how? <laughs> it's like, how do I reach a larger audience or continue to nurture my audience if I'm not there? Like, like, do I do, do I double down on, do I start TikTok? <laughs> like, do I double down on podcasting? Like, what, how does that look? And what I know is that deciding is more important than the how. And the how is going to reveal itself along the way. I mean, easier said than done. Like, I know this, but subconsciously, like, I need to know how. And so, again, just unpacking and unraveling that and letting go of that control and trusting that the how is going to come up. I just need to decide. And I get to decide where I want to put my energy and how I want that to feel. And so what I decided was that... I'm ready to decide to learn. Like I'm ready to, I decided to learn other platforms. I decided to release the guilt that I have for perhaps not wanting to use Instagram anymore. And also I decided to release the shame uh, that I feel um, where I feel like I'm letting people down. And so again, The how is going to reveal itself along the way. The how is like that masculine energy, right? Like, you know, there's a lot of times where we do need a step-by-step and that step-by-step is going to come from your feminine. It's going to come from your inner guidance. Your inner guidance will let you know how. So I want to use myself as an example. Um, I was sitting here again about to record the podcast and I was like, oh my God, like, the original title of this show is supposed to be your your healing journey or the journey of healing. And I had the show notes written out, but you know what? I really wasn't excited to like do it. And then I have all these other titles that I'm ready to speak on, but the, the notes just were not pouring out of me like they normally do. And I was like, okay, this is a time to really practice what I preach. I'm procrastinating. I'm not loving it. What can I do instead? closed my eyes. I did the um, awaken breath work, which is um, 10, 20, 30 breaths. And then, um, so it's a t- it's 10 breaths and then a 10 second hold, 20 breaths, a 20 second hold, and then 30 breaths and then holding as much as you want after that last exhale. 
and tuning into your inner guidance after that last exhale and asking yourself, what is it that I need to know? And that's when my inner guidance showed up and said, you're not the same person anymore. This is what I said like in the very beginning of the podcast. You're not the same person anymore. Like you don't have to continue to do it in this format when that's not what's serving you and that's not who you are and that's not how you want to show up. And I was like, oh, okay. And that is the how. The how is that I don't have to do it that way anymore and I can choose to do it whichever way I want. What most people do when they get stuck is instead of tuning into their inner guidance is then they go and Google, (laughs) like, you know, different show note styles for podcasts or um, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, like you might get some great strategies that way, but it's not going to be your strategy. It's not going to be your own intuitive blueprint. So if there's one thing that you can take away from today's show, it's, I, I hope it's for you to start to listen to your inner guidance. Just remember your energy is the pilot and your mind is your co-pilot. Like your energy is going to dictate and set the tone and then your mind just does all the extra like administrative work. And so listening to your inner guidance is all about connecting with your energy, leveraging the power of your feminine and your masculine energy and taking divine inspired action from there. I promise you that you have all the resources you need already within you. I had a strategy session with a new client and she kept getting stuck on the how, right? She was like, I just don't know how to do it. And so, you know, it's often really helpful to have a coach just like bounce ideas off of you and reflect back at you. But when she told me all the things she has, I was like, girl, you have the how. It's all here. (laughs) You have all the pieces. You have everything you need. You just need to set some timelines and some deadlines and get into a flow, find a system, and then take action on it. In NLP, we have a saying, one of our presuppositions, that there are no unresourceful people, just unresourceful states. So she was in a state of unresourcefulness, of not being able to see all the different pieces that she already had. Another kind of way to say that is say this is that there is that Dr. Brett Jones says is that um, there is no lack of resources in this world, just a lack of resourcefulness, which means that every single answer you need is already within you. What it takes is your devotion and your commitment to your inner work, to yourself, to taking messy action, to listening to your inner guidance, to uncovering your intuitive blueprint, to, to doing the work, to healing and really recognizing when you are operating from a wounded place and when you're operating from your highest self. I hope that this was helpful. It was really amazing to get back on the mic and to be in your ear and to really embrace this new show format that I have. It, it feels so much more like me. <laughs> um, I still would love to end with some action steps um, because I think that... Um, that's helpful. You know, it's helpful to have um, a little bit of this structure, the masculine energy. So the first action step that I have for you is creating a ritual practice for your own inner work. For me, that's a morning routine and that's moving my body. 
calming my mind and connecting to my heart. Um, but I don't do all three all the time. Like I have a list of things that I like to do and I pick from it. So maybe it, that looks like yoga or stretching or going on a walk or doing breath work or doing meditation. And it doesn't have to be in the morning, but create your own ritual and stick to it. Number two is asking yourself, where am I keeping myself busy? Where am I not slowing down enough to listen to my own inner guidance? And number three from my lessons off Instagram is to, again, journal prompt, reflect, ask yourself, what is the current identity that I'm operating from? How is this identity serving me? How is it not serving me? And getting really, really honest with yourself about who you are being. This is a very powerful practice. I know it sounds so simple, but getting really honest with yourself and writing down like who you're being and who you want to be and noticing that contrast is going to give you that how that you're looking for, right? Like you cannot change something if you don't have the awareness of it. So those are your three action steps. I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Other last little update from me is that I am going to be in LA for three weeks um, starting in August, uh, July 31st. My trainer's training for NLP is coming up. I'm really sad to be away from my family for three weeks. Um, it has been, yeah, just a lot of emotions going on for me, but I'm also really excited. Um, my husband keeps reminding me to just be grateful and to be excited for this opportunity um, that I've invested in and that he's invested in as well. Um, and yeah, I think that I'm definitely hitting an upper limit with my mindset um, in really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like embracing um launching a certification program it's it feels like an out-of-body experience this weekend i'm hosting my first spiritual success and life coaching training for my mastermind clients they're my first clients for it so they're getting um they're you know getting it special complimentary they're my betas and then i will be um launching like a a one for the public, so to speak, after that. So if you would love to get certified in spiritual success and life coaching and learn how to be a life coach in this certification program, you're going to learn my method, seven-step method for um, creating transformation for your clients, um, how to step-by-step run a coaching call, um, how to ask powerful questions, and so much more, then send me an email. You can email me at hello at shaneamamoko.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram and let me know and I'll add you to the wait list. I think we might do the first official class either in um, September or October and then the NLP training is going to kick off in January. I realized that I like way overcommitted myself and put like way too much on my plate <laughs> um, and I and I I realistically cannot launch the seven day NLP training, um, this fall. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I like wanted to do too much and all of that stuff was just like weighing down on me. And then I like was taking no action. So decided to push that to January 
this year I'll do the life coach training. I may also do a Reiki training. And then in January will be the official launch of the school, the Coaching Institute, which I still haven't named, but it's okay. It'll all come to me soon. So that is my other little mini update. And we're back. We are back. So you'll see me again next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. <laughs>